Okay, one more thing on Soul Man. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I apologize. It's brief and it does segue into <laughs> inconceivable, as inconceivable as that may be. So I know that the track Soul Man has a long history and it's been covered in many other things, noticeably uh, Blues Brothers, but it's kind of perfect because that bass line, do 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 really does like perfectly summarize the attitude this movie had to its own concept. Yeah, for Is sure. Is it problematic? <laughs> Just, you know, whatever. It, it, it's not problematic if, if you're not worried about it. <laughs> it's actually a satire of white people's perception of black people, not a satire of black people. How is that functionally different? <laughs> Intent. I'm in a tent. <laughs> in a tense. Um, I would like for you to now pitch for me the perfect baseline for inconceivable. <laughs> How do you compose a baseline to to mirror Nick Cage and what he brings to cinema now? Now, which know, is very as... much in this film, the energy of a guy who has forgotten his keys and so has to come back into the room. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those lazy baselines, definitely. That you go to those jazz gigs that there's like you, you make drag you to, drag you to some kind of jazz gig and you don't know the artist and it just goes on for like four hours for a single song. That's, that's the vibe I'm getting. <laughs> But it's not the, not the good way when that no. happens. It's the other way. You've got to listen to, with, with his acting. You've got to listen to the notes that he's not playing. So yeah, and he really isn't not yeah, playing yeah. any notes. Yeah. It's all of them. Just, just constant notes. <laughs> so just a real shitty, lazy like. <laughs> I feel like a good sassy baseline might have really improved things. Mm. Just all the way through throughout the tension. Oh. My God, that was her. Well, this film didn't really have much of a score. Wow. I mean, I'm sure we'll get into it, but the score was very, like, listless. It didn't help with the <laughs> moments of, ten- of tension. It just all felt a little bit Xanaxed out. Which... Yeah, I think it just just been, like, a tense baseline. It just... Yeah. There wasn't a single reap, reap, reap for the entire thing. I was very disappointed. <laughs> I provided my own. Yeah. <laughs> As we shall see now. Welcome to One Good Thing, the podcast that will carry anyone's baby. Just ask us. We'll do it. We need mess with us. I'm Paul Salt. I'm wondering who's being chased by the Rosers. <laughs> oh, what? Because of the siren. Can you pick that? Can you hear that? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I live in Lewisham. It's, it's really loud. You've got to stop podcasting from inside cell 13. <laughs> Why are they coming together? We're already in prison. <laughs> I hate this. That's them going out. Another crime, lads. <laughs> crime squads. <laughs> Bring him back here to prison where we live. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, look, one year and four months ago, John from Beyond the Box Set joined us to discuss upsetting cheese fest, Mommy Dearest. Your highest rated episode ever, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> it's a marvellous episode. And yeah. within that very special episode, we were excited to find that the baffling film's baffling star, Faye Dunaway, shared a credit with Showgirls uh, star, Gina Gershon, and Nicolas Cage star, Nicolas Cage. That is like the holy triumvirate. It's like the Triforce of bad cinema, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Something happened not? when these three got together on set for that two minutes that that was the case. It was too powerful. <laughs> it was too powerful. It nullified all yeah. three of their effects. <laughs> two of them just had to check right out again. <laughs> oh, God, but how could we resist having John back to witness the clash of the troubadours? So welcome back, John. Thank you very much. I've already yeah. changed wigs three times in the course of this intro, so... <laughs> It hasn't gone unnoticed or unappreciated. <laughs> Tell you. How can we hear it? 
You just can. It's beautiful. <laughs> uh, yes, we are assembled here to discuss Jonathan Baker's Inconceivable. Who's that? That's Katie, my play date. Let's all raise a glass. I just feel like I'm part of the family now. My mom said Katie gives her the willies. Your mother doesn't like anyone. Why don't you just move to our guest house? You could also be our part-time nanny. Angela and Brian are going to try for another kid. They're going to use a surrogate. Wait, they're going to ask me? No, me. What are you doing? They're my babies. <laughs> Jonathan Baker, remember that remember name. Remember that name, particularly because this is Baker's directorial debut, and his next film, FATE, in all caps, has the following synopsis. After a rescue mission gone wrong, a jaded firefighter connects with a ghostly visitor while rehabilitating at a mysterious facility and is transported through time to find the only thing saving him from losing his mind, his realisation of true love. Wow. Did I ask who's in it? Nobody yet. Oh, okay. Oh, is it, was it still in, in progress? Is it like? Yeah, it's this is this is hot off the. This is a hot scoop, everyone. Oh, okay, John Travolta and Shia LaBeouf are kind of uncommitted. They're being sounded out. But... Oh fuck yeah, Shia LaBeouf is young John Travolta. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, perhaps they're just both being considered for the same role. It's not age exclusive. Anyone could do this. <laughs> uh, the film, meanwhile, was written by Chloe King, who previously wrote Poison Ivy back in '96, an erotic thriller with Alyssa Milano. I did not know that. That's changed everything. Mm. <laughs> but she also wrote six episodes of the Red Shoe Diaries uh, in 98, which was an erotic thriller with David Duchovny. I remember it well. Bee Monkey mm. in 98 as well, an erotic thriller with Jared Harris, fuck yeah, which we will be covering wow. in the future if I have my way. And after that, nothing for 20 years until this. <laughs> you know, sometimes you have to wait until fashion comes back around to you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the noughties isn't ready for this, what yeah. I've got planned. <laughs> Fuck me. I am going to try and keep my intro as brief as possible, but every line of this production history is fucking madness, but I picked out the best ones. Okay. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan was due to produce and star in this as the crazy, like, babysitter one. Oh, that could only have made it better. <laughs> that could have made... I mean, Jesus I'm Christ, I'm already in deep mourning for that, what that oh, would have been. Fuck. <laughs> the fourth element in this. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm. God. Her having sex with Nicolas Cage. Lindsay Lohan! Could have saved this movie. She's going to save this movie. She's going to produce it, and she was going to star as the crazy babysitter. Um, I was hoping for the cage. She's going to be Jonathan Baker. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to direct. She was going to be the new Streisand. Fuck everything. yeah. <laughs> she was going to reinvent cinema sound. It was going to be a whole thing. Yeah. Now, if Barbara Streisand had been in this movie and written it and oh, directed Jesus it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> in the Gina Gershon role, but with no comment on the fact that she's a good 25 years older. Just, you know... Soft focus lighting. I did wonder, at the point when <laughs> they're all at the playground watching their kids, I did wonder if we just weren't going to address that, you know, our mm. main characters are substantially older than their parent friends. I but... went on a real journey with that element <laughs> of the story because at first I kind of, you know, when it first introduces Gina Gershon and Nick Cage as the ch the parents of a mm. two-year-old child, yes. I was kind of like, mm. hang about, that's a bit suspect. <laughs> but then I thought, you know what, John, don't do that. How often do women of Gina Gershon's age get to be, you know, age-appropriate relationships? You know, don't, be so, don't yes. be so mean and cynical. And then the movie addressed it and was like, yeah, I, I was I waited too long. I was too old, but and it caused problems. But we mm. worked our way around it. I was like, well, good for you, movie. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to have a theme? There's a theme. But yeah, we were going to have Lindsay Lohan. She's actually replaced here by Nikki Whelan, who was apparently in Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, which you can yeah. check out our thought on that this, this Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I've got PTSD. <laughs> 
I'll ne- he'll never be right. Unrelated again. though. It's just unfortunate. <laughs> there was a, a brief few minutes in this performance when I was thinking to myself, wow, Naomi Watts is just making worse and worse choices. <laughs> she looks great, but she's making bad choices. <laughs> She's got a portrait in the attic doing all the good roles. Yeah, yeah. it's called Nicole Kidman. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, but about Lohan leaving, the director said, as for Lindsay Lohan not being part of Inconceivable, the fans deserve to know. I love her for the part of Katie. I fought for her to the very end. Sadly, the studio has the final say, and they did not want to go in that direction. We'd rather you hire a no one. A complete nobody. (laughs) This chick from Halloween 2. Than Miss Lohan, oh god! But oh. I think, but I think Lindsay is a very good actress. He ends, which yeah, is nice. But how crazy! Studio interference <laughs> just got in the way of Lindsay Lohan being involved <laughs> in a film. Well, she did win an Oscar the following year, so I think you know it all worked out. Oh, was that fine. for the history of Sharon Tate? Yeah. <laughs> which wasn't <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. Which wasn't Lindsay Lohan? Am I fucked up? Oh, the Sharon Tate um... movie that was Hilary Duff. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you clown! I am a clown. I'm a <laughs> Dancing, get out! Ridiculous clown! You've mixed up your troubled mid noughties <laughs> pop sensations. Yeah, for shame! All the time, Miley Cyrus, get on in there. Um, <laughs> Baker was struggling to get any big actresses involved in the film, and so decided to get Nick Cage first and have him quote <laughs> support the women. Because if there's one thing that screams <laughs> quality about your film, <laughs> so Nicholas Cage has said yes. <laughs> we all know he's a big no man. You know, he's like De- yeah. Day Lewis. He does one every decade. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's very discerning. His yeah. case. He's agreed for this to be one of the six films he did this year. Will it be the good one? <laughs> it's the question. Oh Christ! Uh, Dunaway, uh, Faye Dunaway broke her leg a few days before filming began, but Baker refused to recast the role as it had been written specifically for her. As you can tell, no one else could have done it. No, no one, one else could have done it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and rewrote her part so that she would be able to perform the whole thing sitting down, ah. which is uh, okay. Apparent. <laughs> Throughout the whole thing. Oh, this is a quote of his, and you help me figure out what he's saying. She was in so much pain, and she came to the set, and she worked, did what she needed to do. She's an Oscar winner, a great actress, and this is a small comeback role that was written in 12 hours so that it would flow with the script. Now, was the script written in 12 hours, or was her sitting down in every scene written in 12 hours? Because control S, I think it's the latter. (laughs) And well, she's got a new hat. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like Nick Cage before filmed his scenes in this film on a Tuesday. And I feel like <laughs> Faye Dunaway f- filmed her scenes in this film on a Tuesday between 4 and 4.15. Which is his golfing time. <laughs> yeah, so he can't just, be around. Yeah, they, yeah, it's very frequent that she'll have left the scene and he'll just come in like, did you speak to my mom? <laughs> they had one day I together. I did. <laughs> And then Jonathan Baker's watching the whole th- um, the finished product going, I'm just going to have to put myself in some of these scenes. <laughs> I'm going to have to stand in for Dunaway. <laughs> That'll really gel it. <laughs> well, did he actually put himself in this movie, do you know? Is he like... Oh, Paul, yes. He was the, um, he was the friend slash um, urine oh, test. That was him! Because I was so confused he's by that He's in Night Shyamalan, my friends. <laughs> oh, my God. That's was like a fucking hero with one of the craziest nothing lines in the film. <laughs> That's oh great. 
that cracks the whole thing wide open. That's a big. That's bigger than Lohan. That's like <laughs> this is this. <laughs> this is gonna be bigger than this, Lohan. This man is fascinating, Paul. Wait till the people Cause, find out. Because I was wondering why is this guy in so many scenes? He seems utterly yeah. unrelated to the family. Like, it does make sense yeah. now that he's a Shyamalan-style self-insert. My God, oh, that's right, okay. amazing. Yeah, it's all coming together now. It's all come together, guys. Yeah. Don't. Worry I'm gonna about get it. off this podcast and rewatch the film immediately <laughs> for all this new context. <laughs> Let's put it on whilst we're talking. Just a matte head can and Lindsay Lohan's there. Yeah. Um, critics reacted to this like a Gershon in the kitchen. Uh, Marianne Johansson over at Flick Philosopher said this preposterous, stilted, often hilariously terrible domestic thriller twists maternal yearnings into a toxic parody of femininity. I mean, Jesus, sold. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, where do I sign up? Jesus. You should put out the poster. Hilary, Hilary Duff couldn't do that. <laughs> Nor Lindsay Lohan. No. Uh, the public, meanwhile, didn't like it any more than a barf intruder. Uh, Matthew Brady at Google said, The fact that Cage isn't in this movie enough is a crime that needs some justice. I guess he's just <laughs> too pure for Lifetime films. Oh, unrelatedly, Nicolas Cage is a three-man now. It yeah. took this long? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, are you counting Vampire's Kiss? I guess so. Oh, God, I can't remember if I am or not. It's um, Ghost Rider. Yeah, I think it must be. Um... No, you're not, because it's Ghost Rider, um, Thingo, with Hayden Christensen. Oh, fuck yeah, Outcast. Outcast, and then this. Why aren't I? There we go. <laughs> so we didn't count Vampire's Kiss, which is correct, because it's very good. <laughs> but he's he's also been in way more than three crazy films. <laughs> oh, Jesus. yeah. We could commit ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nicolas Cage in Adverb. Yeah. <laughs> the movie. Oh, free to a man. Free in a bush. Free. Oh Jesus! Jeez. Actually, I was saving this for later, but um, let me tell you the premise of the new of Spoilers. Nick Cage's uh, new film. Ooh. It's uh, <laughs> good. Is it fate? It's uh, no, it's not fate. It's Willy Wonderland. Um, a quiet Ooh. drifter stranded in a remote town in Nevada agrees to work as a night shift janitor at Willy's Wonderland, a once successful abandoned family entertainment center. However, his tasks suddenly become an all-out fight for survival when the facility's eight animatronic characters come to life and try to kill him. Now, teaming up with a group of teens who also find their way into the building, (laughs) he is forced to defend himself in a desperate race to survive until morning. So it's Westworld? It's actually a video game called Five Nights at Freddy's, but it's not acknowledging that at all. That's the exact premise, but in no way does this seem to be anything involved in that. Legal reasons, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't play video games. (laughs) I haven't played since Pong. Nicholas Cage is Zelda. <laughs> Zelda. It's unrelated. Da, 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 da. Total coincidence. Nick, that's not. <laughs> oh Jesus. Um, the film has thirty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, five point two on IMDb, yeah. and a twenty and a twelve point eight million dollar budget, um, and made two hundred and eighteen thousand dollars. Ooh. Ouch. <laughs> Well, where was it distributed? (laughs) That's true. In a box. We didn't hear about this until we went hunting for Faye Dunaway recent stuff. Yeah. You can't just rely on that. I don't think the SEO on that alone is enough to carry it. (laughs) (laughs) Every day, thousands of people Google, what is Faye Dunaway doing right now? And many of them found out about this as a result. All of whom have restraining orders against her and are Googling that purely out of fear. (laughs) They just want to know if she's in the area. If If it's safe to go out. Fade on away latest <laughs> movements. Latest last known location. It's an app in Google. Google Earth offers now. that service. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she signed up to it. She knows. She knows she's a monster. Yeah. She likes the challenge. <laughs> I'll still get him, she says. 
Oh, Christ. So, John and Paul, can either of you tell me what happens in this film that we watch by mistake? <laughs> Look, I think John's got a lot to say in it, so we'll, for the most part, hand the floor <laughs> over to him. However, I do just want to point out that we do start with the production logo, JB Entertainment. Who's JB, I think, to myself? I'll find out in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great production logo. Yeah, I think it really is. Yeah, anyone that uses their own initials and sets up their own production company, it's always a mark of quality. P.S. Productions. Oh. That's not great. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they call call it Piss Productions. <laughs> it's a salt Piss Productions. Salt salty screens with a Z. <laughs> oh Jesus, that's the worst name <laughs> I've ever heard. Salty salty screens. <laughs> oh yeah, she was in a bunch of salty films. She was a salty screen siren. <laughs> Hate Get out, you're fired. <laughs> uh, John, what happens in this movie? Okay, well, um, it's uh, the hand that rocks the cradle. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's basically the hand that rocks the cradle. Uh, it stars um, Gina Gershon, always mm-hmm. a pleasure to see, um, oh, yeah. alongside Nicolas Cage, um, possibly. And, <laughs> Briefly. And, Sometimes well, a possibly, to possibly a vague lookalike. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and off-brand Nomi Watts, whose real name I can't remember. Uh, but we, we, I guess we open with... I'm going to call her uh, Lindsay Nohan. Lindsay, you know what? Yeah, let's go with Lindsay Nohan. I like that, yeah. Uh, no Amy Watts. No, no. Lindsay Nohan's better. So. <laughs> no, that's also good. Okay. But Maybe we open not. With like, <laughs> Nomi Watts. There we go. But we open with her, this, this character, yes. whoever she may be. <laughs> She's fleeing from an abusive husband. <clears throat> yep. Excuse me. <clears throat> the emotion really caught in my throat. Oh, God. Um, the truth. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's fleeing from an abusive husband. The camera shots are very, weird. It's weirdly shot like the beginning or end of a Looney Tune. Like it's in this weird kind of like. <laughs> did you notice the camera? I noticed the camera work a lot in this movie, which is never a yeah. good sign. Um, but yeah, the flashbacks were all shot in that kind of like just before Pe- Porky Pig goes. That's all, folks. Yes, like, it had a weird um, little. What do you call it? Like a fisheye quality with the yes, corners sort of darkening like, out. Mm, yeah. Very odd. Like the favorite did that really well. This yes. did not. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> the favourite this was not but uh, had Olivia Coleman showed this... up oh fuck yeah, yeah. If, if Olivia Coleman would have showed up in a crazy big brown wig yes then, then that would have been okay mm-hmm. but it's it's As Katie, the doctor a character yeah. from Inconceivable in a crazy big brown wig fully in Queen Anne yeah. um, makeup but shows up as the doctor yeah. I'm afraid I have some very bad news No one bats an eyelid She keeps getting Oscars Yes, <laughs> she, does she does what she wants <laughs> It's the Invisible Man, basically But two years before that But it did steal from the Invisible Man <laughs> mm. um, Well, we know that our guy is interested in time travel We know why now um, Yeah, yeah. it starts as the Invisible Man Certainly with her trying to sneak out You know, with the baby Away from the mm. husband Who's all yeah, attack you with a knife. And, does she, but the, surely she, doesn't she attack him with the knife, or does he does he attack first? Well, yeah, he strangles her, oh, and then she grabs the knife, does him a stab. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, "I'm not gonna with a, take the rap for this." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a couple of knife scenes, and I'm muddling them up here. So, yeah, <laughs> that happens, and and then we cut forward. Right, it's like a a classic um, Ozu ellipsis. We move forward into a different set of characters um, because we have Correct. Gina Gershon. Yes. Yeah. And what's she up to? Well, she's well, she she's in bed, right? And there's and Nick Cage shows up after going for a run. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very convincing. <and> he <laughs> really looked all dropped con- out. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very convincing run, and it's a very convincing uh, domestic scene where yes. they have. Uh, I don't want to. I, I guess I would say natural, <laughs> but natural isn't always <laughs> the best. That's a fallacy, isn't it? For me. Mm-hmm. Purple Rain is actually a song about fatherhood. 
Really? Like when he says, I never wanted to be your weekend lover, like single fathers who don't get to see their kids as often, and they wanted more than that, you know? Thank God I'm not a single father. I think he had a lot of girlfriends and stuff, didn't he? Was he oh, I don't know. That's how I see this. We're so trusting. Right. That's how we roll. Love you, Daddy. Oh, I love you, sweetheart. You're a romantic guy. I love you, sweetheart. (laughs) This is really one of those films where the subtext is just the text, isn't it? (laughs) I'm fine with our relationship. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They have a kid. They have a kid named... uh, They have a kid. 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 Oh, Cody? Um... Is it Cora and Maddie or Quaron. something? Cora, yeah. Maddie showing Alfonso Cuaron. <laughs> Alfonso Cuaron <laughs> is their kid. Um, he's doing some cinematography outside. And um, how... Different film, though. How is it? They, they go... Well, what is it she does? She goes out to... This is what happens when I don't take notes. Um, they go and meet with <laughs> Lindsay Nohan. Yeah, so basically Gina Gershon is going to like a mummy, a mums and toddlers group. Yeah. Um, she she's a doctor. She tells us she's a doctor, but she's currently off mm. playing around with the kid. And Nick Cage is just off doing whatever Nick Cage does. Yeah. Does he have a job? Never established. Yeah. I like to think that Nick Cage, because he's barely in this fucking film, I like to think that he's got one of his straight to DVD adventures on the go. Yes. <laughs> There's a scene later on where where um, Gershon is at a laptop and gets up and moves, and Nick Cage moves in and sits at that laptop. And I just like to think him getting on a call like, um, "I'm not going to kill the senator, you son of a bitch." Give me my uncle back. <laughs> but got... the, the, it's spliced into the, to the whole scene. It's yeah. not actually a Zoom call or anything. <laughs> so Nick Cage is looking really pixelated in this. Every time Nick Cage is not on screen, he's in therapy discussing his be- mistaken belief that he is, in fact, a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <Creepies. laughs> so, so Gina Gershon's there and she bumps into uh, Katie. Is played by Nikki Whelan, did you say? Yeah. Um, that's not, that's and... Lindsay Nohan. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Just for the audience. And, um, so... In, uh, Gina Gershon goes, oh, yeah, cute kid. And Katie goes, oh, thanks, same to you. And then fucking in personal space, the lady <laughs> pops up between them. It's like, hey, I always knew you were going to be best buds. Oh, is this the wrestler? BFFs. Is she a wrestler? Yes, she is. She is WWE's uh, Natalie Eva Marie. Well, cool. that was a valuable Google search because that means <laughs> nothing. <to> me. Yeah. <laughs> I needed to establish it now because I'm going to do a running joke where I keep referring to her as different WWE references and I needed the first one oh, to great. be correct. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a setup. Um, so yeah, she she pops up. Yeah, um, the Undertaker. No, I won't let. Oh, she that um, no, so much breaks a chair over Gina Gershon's <laughs> <and pushed back. laughs> Suplexes Nick Cage yeah. and uh, just trash talks everyone in the room. But she also yeah, also completely hijacks the conversation between Gina Gershon and yeah. um, Nikki Whelan and goes, "Hey, I know, I've got an idea. Play date. Let's do it." And uh, if this film hasn't or- just in already, but yeah, invaded my personal space and taken up too much of my goodwill enough, um, here all three of them in a room, and then Nick Cage turns up. <laughs> he puts he puts a blanket on his on Gina Gershon and the kid, and I do really wish that I'd have seen him then put blankets on the two other adult women. <laughs> This is for you. Yeah. I did. I, I did love this weird runner that the house seems to have some kind of gas leak because people just can't go five minutes without just falling asleep. Like, <laughs> I really have to fix that. How many like women in their thirties and maybe late twenties with with kids just come go around to other people's houses and just fall asleep, just take a nap, just sleep through, <laughs> little impromptu sleepover, you know? I'm sure that is very authentic. Yeah. <laughs> hey, fellow adults, our kids are asleep. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Oh Christ! So basically, there's there's a few scenes now 
they're, they're, they're all just talking about how great Katie is. Yeah. Even, even though from day one, she's clearly just insane <laughs> as as an insane pig. Well, when Nick Cage is putting the blanket over Gina Gershon and he kind of takes her g- gingerly into the bedroom, we mm. see Katie's like piercing blue contact lenses open up with her little, her murderous shark eyes. Oh, <sighs> she's a wrong'un. Yeah, she's a wrong'un. Yeah. It's she's definitely a wrong'un. Yeah. And Faye Dunaway knows a wrong'un and that's how mm-hmm. she, she knows, <laughs> she knows about her. Yeah. And, um, she does likes her from the start. She's, she's horrible to, to, to people, but she's very right about <laughs> Katie. Yeah. She's just generally correct. So yeah. she's Nick Cage's mother, yes, and yeah. the, the grandmother yes. of the child. Yeah, yeah and then we, we do come to this barbecue scene where they're just they're just talking, <laughs> and uh, Faye Dunaway is going now. Ah, uh, yes, a big round of applause for the new one who knows her way around a kitchen, because as much as I love and respect my daughter-in-law, speech, speech. I don't think much of Gina Gershon. In fact, she's a pretty pretty much a worthless piece of burning trash. <laughs> So you're probably okay for this scene. And then Jonathan Baker goes, You're the best. Can you believe that we've been doing this for eight years? Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? So, Katie... <laughs> Jesus Christ, he was there, because I didn't know who the fuck that guy was. I was like, is that Faye Dunaway's bit, of, bit on the side? We, we were trying to figure this out for so long. And then we Googled the film to find out who Jonathan Baker was. Jesus Christ. And there we go. I mean, it doesn't help that he does somewhat resemble a slightly melted waxwork of Nick Cage. So <laughs> just adds to the confusion. Oh, hey, my stunt double's here. You see me? Yeah. <laughs> just give him a scene. No, no, it's not me. It's an easy mistake to make. M. Night Shyamalan? No, I, I'm my own man. Actually, I'm my own man. If it'll get people you... um, enlisted in this film, then maybe. Anything. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, but at this stage, it, it comes out that uh, she's pregnant, is Gina Gashan. Yes. Expecting another baby. They already have the one. And pretty quickly, that all goes to shit. In the next yeah. scene, it really moves along like yeah. a clip. This, this plops up <laughs> strand. This one particular bit. She yeah. goes back to work, right, and then faints there. Is that right? No, she's at another play date. They're playing like... Yeah, oh, that's um, it. That's yeah. it. She faints um, off camera. <laughs> we just... <laughs> she falls out of shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, does she? That's good. <laughs> I did wonder. Well, I'd missed. <laughs> if I'd stroked out for a second. No, she's just yeah. there. She's just on the floor suddenly. That's right. And that's a miscarriage that she's had now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then personal space ladies up in there leading around the scene <laughs> and then like next couple of scenes they just kind of Katie has a very daring gambit where she goes I've got a job and I'm moving to Colorado and then luckily for her Gina Gershon goes well I know nothing about you so why don't you just move into our guest house and you can look after our kids full time <laughs> yeah Maddie and I are moving <laughs> hallelujah finally out of that shitty motel <laughs> yes but far away to Colorado why? Hell no. Where? What? Why? <laughs> well, the contractor that I work for has put me onto a job there. And I really need to get out of that motel. But you can't just leave. I mean, why don't you just move into our guest house, right? Absolutely. Oh, thank you. It's just, I gotta take this job. I really need the money. Well, why don't you just paint a mural in, in Cora's room? That would be amazing. And you could also be our part-time nanny. And she and she goes, thank fuck. That was such a such a risk. If she had said nothing, I'd have then had to just stand outside their house for the next couple of Which weeks, bizarre because hiding behind that lamppost. She still looks so put out by it. She's just like, um, <laughs> no, come and be part of every single part of our lives instead. Okay, and that's that was her plan the whole time. She looks crestfallen. Yeah. Maybe she you didn't want it. Maybe she was hoping for an out. Maybe she was like, if I make this yeah. plan as ridiculous as possible. 
It couldn't possibly succeed. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll be free from my vengeful quest. Uh, but it didn't I work. Mean, some, someone's going to notice me at some point, surely. <laughs> no? I've been doing a lot of shitty looks at people. I've been crazy till now. <laughs> I got naked in the pool earlier. It wasn't even my pool. <laughs> and there was that time I saw a knife, presumably for the first time since that incident in my past. <laughs> and then fainted. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Well, she, she, she continues to do do just obviously crazy things she goes around calling cora her own child she has sex with a lady she has sex with a lady off the charts <laughs> a That's wrestling no. lady she has sex with stone cold steve austin <laughs> it's, it's not it's it's oh, fuck. all sorts of blows your way shortly after that we do go back to the exact barbecue from earlier where people are sat yeah. in the exact same places but yes. it is presumably a laser day i think this is the sort of party barbecue you leave, live parts of your life, and then return to. <laughs> Someone's got to be there and keep it going at all times. <laughs> if it doesn't, then the singularity collapses. <laughs> got to keep the flame burning. <laughs> all our lives depend on it. Um, I think I'm in another Lovecraft film. Because we do then, we do also have a scene where Katie's wandering around the house trying to find out more about yeah, them. I and she picks up a picture yeah. of of Jonathan Baker at the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Just barbecue scene from the movie. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. Framed. That? It wasn't even like a picture tacked to the fridge. It was fucking framed as if that barbecue had always. That was like the moment in The Shining where we pan in and Jack is like on the wall in 1925. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, at this point, yeah. Look, a lot of shit happens. Then Kane, the wrestler. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm more of WWF, man. So, oh, shit. Oh, there's like six people from I that. like koalas, budgerigars, things from the WWF. <laughs> Uh, China. She was a wrestler. Yeah. She um she says to she breaks the news to Katie that she's going to be uh the new surrogate surrogate mother uh like mum for the for Gina Gershon and Nicholas Cage. Yes, they rather hilariously and... say that they still have a few eggs left or embryos <laughs> left yeah. for the last time. This is a... The- this is her last episode. <laughs> well, initially, again, this is another example of the film taking me on a bit of an unexpected journey because initially when Gina Gershon loses the baby, she's very upset and she's kind of yeah. sat, sat outside with Nicolas Cage and it's, you know, that, that she's he's, she's crying into his arms, you know, and she's apologising because she mm. feels like she's robbed her of the chance of, you know, having a son, which apparently is a big deal to him. Yeah. And his words of comfort are, we can always try again. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, holy fuck, she's 50 and she's had already had like four <laughs> miscarriages. Top yeah. putting her through this. Like, adopt, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah, but then so once again, when it turned out, that, oh no, they've actually thought about this and they're going to have a surrogate. I was like, great. I mean, it doesn't make sense, but great. <laughs> and apparently yeah. when you go for surrogacy, you buy like a set. Maybe I'm wrong yeah. on this and this is actually true. You buy a yeah, set of eggs and mm-hmm. you get to like keep them in the fridge. And it's like, okay, well, we had one of them incubated and is now a three-year-old or five-year-old kid or so. I don't know, kid ages. Um, we got, we've still got a couple of those eggs lying around. Let's do it again. Let's go for round two. And that's, and that's what they did. Um, it actually looks like an egg, Kate... an egg uh, crate <laughs> in the fridge. Very tiny. No wonder it's not working. <laughs> Gina, th- these are just in the cupboard. <laughs> it's supposed to refrigerate like these. Like eggs. Oh, God. <laughs> It's egg glass for ages. That cup has always been so, drafty. Yeah, Paige. Katie kills. Katie kills giant haystacks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Katie kills the concept of wrestling um, <laughs> when she finds out this because um, it's at this stage, I believe, we learn that actually, um, fucking not Lohan, whatever whatever name we've been calling her, um, <laughs> she's she's actually the biological mother who gave the eggs. 
and she's been going around oh. reclaiming her children. Yeah. Yeah. So so she kills Paige that. with uh, a set um, of weights and a river. Yeah. She knocks she knocks her out with a with a dumbbell, and then drowns her with dumbbell. And then leaves her yeah. on the shore. And, and then the film moves yeah. on in, immediately. Yeah, quite again. <laughs> it really doesn't another, linger on this lot. It's like, another Ozu-style ellipses because we're several months down the line now and only refer to the dead wrestler as um, having died in that boating accident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's been great. She 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 nursed me through my miscarriage, and you know she was really amazing to me when Linda got killed in that boating accident. Which everybody got over fairly quickly. <laughs> really did, yeah. She was really yeah. an impressive presence. We're, we're quietly relieved. Oh, you remember when the when the mother of our surrogate child was drowned in a boating accident? Yeah, just... <laughs> Two day. weeks ago. Yeah. We had a barbecue, you remember? Uh, no. I do make the note here no, that Gershon sure does ask a lot from her friends. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I've borrowed some money here and there, but Jesus Christ. No, come live in our oh. spare room and take care of my kids forever. Also, I need you to carry my kid because that's happening now. <laughs> Off screen, that was agreed. She was fine with it. Um, yeah. Say what you want about it. This is Gina Gershon. <laughs> She'll sign whatever paper we put in front of her. <laughs> she, she, says, um, she says that is a good thing. Look, she signs a lot yeah. of stuff. Katie's been an incredible friend and she has signed every single document we've put in front of her. <laughs> she's been an incredible friend <laughs> and she signed whatever paper we put in front of literally her literally anything so I gave her a napkin <laughs> she fucking signed it <laughs> idiot I love her let's stay dumb as shit um, <laughs> look yeah. we're 45 minutes in and here's how I want the movie to end immediately <laughs> <laughs> abruptly <laughs> I want Gina Gershon to challenge Lindsay, Lindsay Nohan to a uh, sexy dance off um, over the custody of the kid and obviously they both try and sabotage each other and it gets messy. So Nick Cage intervenes with a massive chainsaw. And uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Faye Dunaway constructs new legs out of wire hangers and comes in to <laughs> win the day. I don't know who wins, but whoever wins, we lose. Um, yeah. At this stage, we need to start building up the menace, I think. Um, there's a few snappy yeah. interactions where Lindsay Nohan is not happy about the idea of Gina Gershon going back to work. Yep. Um, she's, a tr- she's a Puritan. <laughs> Well, also the scene grateful. where she's having sex with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, yeah. It is shot in, in initially to make us think that she's having sex with Nicolas Nick Cage. Cage. Yeah, which yeah. You know what? That whole seduction of Nicolas Cage thing doesn't come up again because at that stage I was no. expecting us to go full hand that rocks the cradle. Yes, same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but we didn't. We only went half hand that rocks the cradle. We went the finger that rocks the cradle. Well, as I pointed out to Nell, the the person's leg in the bed was far too smooth to be Nick Cage's, and then as she <laughs> pointed out, there was long hair on the pillow. Ah, <gasps> oh, you so, see, you um, guys, you guys sleuthed that's... it. That's how you guys. <laughs> we, we watched it. You always figure out who's having sex with whom. I just assumed it was Nick Cage <laughs> and that that was a stunt double. He... That's our main <laughs> They didn't put... It's the same guy from Face Off with the, with the sideburn. Um, well, look. Yeah, needs to they've got to make it believable that Katie... Or they've got to at least pretend that Katie is convincing everybody else, including the people who are proved <laughs> suspicious of her, yeah. um, that she is the same one and Gina Gershon is the, yeah. the loopy one. Which isn't helped by the fact that um, Lindsay Nohan has been going around writing all of her spooky thoughts into a pregnancy book for Gershon to find. Yeah. Presumably to stoke no. her insecurities? But she could have kept the book is the thing. She wrote things what? like soon they will be mine. I can't wait to <laughs> hold <laughs> you. <laughs> one of the notes said mwah. <laughs> <laughs> Soon I'll kill another mum. <laughs> Secret um, plan, revenge on my mind. <laughs> Jesus. Come a little closer and see what you find. 
so she um and and she's she's not exactly subtle she does do the very very super secret thing of painting the same tree from um the the place where she donates her oh, eggs yeah. um, it's the only thing she can everywhere. do <laughs> yeah you nail got trees. the one at your sketch you know <laughs> your nail trees and you just you've mm. got to keep going back to it well she is an android because it's a it's a pixel for pixel perfect recreation of this tree now hang on a moment there is one she does have variation there's the one time she paints it at night instead of the daytime because there's the three there's the one in the there's one the one in the home or the egg donor center there's the one in the home with the first kid who she whose mom she kills and that's the one that's at night and then the other one so there's three oh wait and there's also on the the name board because because katie nick cage and um faye dunaway choose the name of the baby oh yeah (laughs) fantastic You know what, at this stage, we've mentioned it a few times, so I think it gets revealed somewhere around here. Although, not to our main characters, it gets revealed to us, the audience, that in fact, Lindsay Nohan murdered, at the beginning, another mum that she was being like a, a maid for in the bath. Mm-hmm. And then that was our yeah. opening sequence. She was trying to smuggle the baby out, and mm-hmm. the dad that came home wasn't her husband, as we've been led to believe, but the husband of the family that she was stealing the baby from. Twist! Oh my god, I'm so stupid. I did not make that connection. Oh really? Same here. Really? I was. Oh, I'm delighted. Yeah, I was sitting there going, "What? Wait, she stole that baby? Then where's the second baby?" Yeah, I was really confused. Like, where did the baby of a baby go? <laughs> this film has layers. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. It's like Memento. The whole thing oh, yeah. changes on a second watch. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> she does also say, "What kind of mother would um, ignore her baby crying and sit in the bath and and drink?" The best mum. Yeah, <laughs> the one who survives, kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one who raises someone who isn't uh, an over-dependent, <laughs> coddled wreck. Hmm. He's going to be the next president. Hey, I'm an over- she. I am an over-coddled, um, ruined mess, and my mum definitely <laughs> drank wine in the bath and ignored us for hours, so it can happen either way. <laughs> it's true. It's a, it's a bit of nature, a bit of nature. <laughs> Now, at what point oh. do we pause the plot description so I can talk for a good hour about her midweek drag queen share wig that she wears in all of her flashbacks? Because I was fascinated yeah. by that wig choice. Like, it was pretty amazing. The idea is that she's changed her hair and gone blonde and changed her eye colour, I guess, because she's yeah. wanted for murder. Yeah. But the yeah. way they translate that is just in the past, she was wearing a hilariously large wig. Off centre, yeah. yeah. This is one of the wiggiest me. movies I've watched in a long time. So thank you for that. You need to watch Samurai Cop. Did not even try, did they? <laughs> oh Jesus! So with all this in mind, and our characters gradually catching up with the audience, which is definitely the way it should be. <laughs> what do we have? We have her gradually going crazy whilst um, Lindsay Nohan is getting more and more pregnant with their kid. Well, she really ramps yeah. up the "I'm the mother now" kind of thing. She just yeah. keeps saying it, and Gina Gershon yeah. picks up on it and starts getting crazy. And and, and it, it culminates. Yeah, and, and everyone inconceivably believes <gasps> believes Katie over Gina Gershon. <laughs> yeah, I know it's very smart what I did just there. Um, I actually I used the, the title of the film in a sentence to talk about the film. That's amazing, Inception. <laughs> well, actually, we did miss a quite important plot point early on Uh-oh. in the film. Um, Gina Gershon foolishly and without prompting reveals her her secret weakness to Katie, which is that she is a recovering drug addict. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yeah, take that. Yes, yes, yes. And so, <laughs> uh, as we get to this part of the film, Katie begins to really ramp up the suspicion around the friends and family that. Yeah. Yeah, Gina Gershon must be using again. Yeah, mm. I think that's yeah, that's that's the plan. And oh, oh God, because the doctor gives her some of those drugs, right? When they go in for the ultra scan, the doctor, yes, director. Yes. So he's like her enabler, 
Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no, she says bit. it's for Katie because Katie has the whole freak out when the needle. Yeah. Oh, we get that, that. Oh my god, that flashback. So Katie is having her um, scan or whatever, you know, yeah. for the health of the baby. And while she's doing, she has to have like a needle into her womb. I don't know how this works. They're going to stick a needle into my uterus where my baby is sleeping. That's how she described it, but I don't know what the medical. Yeah, uh, that's how but, they describe it. Yeah, but that causes her to have a flashback to when she was first donating eggs. And the doctor, who was seemingly pulling the eggs out one by one from her vagina, <laughs> his bare hands, bare hands <laughs> just just ruined the whole set, and that was it. And then she was done. Like, I'm sorry, I've ruined all of your eggs. Like, <laughs> I can't have eggs before they were hatched. That felt positively my dad wrote a porno esque in its like <laughs> fundamental misunderstanding of how the female anatomy works. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You are right there. <laughs> I've just got to open up your ovary. Also, she would be as rich as Croesus if she could sued that guy. Like, what, all of my eggs? Like, you've left me literally barren? Like, lawsuit, Katie. Now, now I, am, I am not an expert mm-hmm. of the female body. Not in any sense. But, um, aren't eggs... One at a time. I thought this. Yeah. Yeah, I thought... They're not in a store. In a secret store near He's the... He's going for the ovum. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone deep. Up the fallopians. Yeah. And we're going to fucking sort this out. <laughs> it Jesus was a Christ. routine checkup. I accidentally gave you a hysterectomy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, mis- I misread my handwriting. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor. Doctor, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> so she freaks out, and that leads to drugs, which leads to Gershon having drugs, which leads to suspicion being spread. Yes. Um, yeah. And her um, manic Gina Gershon style activities are not helping either. Then we get legitimate concerns. Then we get the scene. <laughs> we get we get the scene where Lindsay Nohan decides that all she's going to do is drug Gina Gershon before she goes yeah. to um to do a stealthy DNA check to find out if her suspicions are correct, which we know mm. because we've learnt a lot more than our main characters have that um <laughs> Lindsay Nohan yeah. might actually be the biological mum of her kid, which she is. Yeah, and and she might have. Before that, she called the the egg place. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. <laughs> the egg like place. The, the donor place. The egg, the egg place. The egg shack. Um, <laughs> Lady because, Clucks. Because she, <laughs> Lady Clucks, and she saw the um, because she saw the tree that she painted in the like in the introductory video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she calls them up and says, "Amazing possibilities." Hi there. Um, may I speak with Monica Wheeler, please? Um, I'm sorry, Miss Wheeler passed away, but maybe I can help you with something. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. When? Um, four years ago now. May I ask how? It was ruled a suicide. Suicide? You don't sound so convinced. No, Monica loved life. <laughs> this dialogue just killed me. <laughs> and then it's just like, yeah. so can you tell me about this specific person who, um... Who may have donated eggs? No, I can't tell you about that. Oh, who painted that tree in the picture? Now look, if I can't tell you that Lindsay Nohan donated eggs here, I certainly can't tell you that she painted that tree. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 fine. That's how you get around bureaucracy. Yeah. Um, ask about trees. She's she's the hero who did something. Um so so yeah. They get they, they find they get to Jonathan Baker, superstar, Jesus Christ, multi multi Color dream coat. Visionary. And um, yeah, they so say, please test this. And he says, I will with my bare hands. I have nothing <laughs> yeah. better to do. Yeah. <laughs> nothing whatsoever. Um, I'll do it right now. <laughs> he sniffs it. Fuck. And yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's a match. And then she crazily, crazily drinks a bottle full of. Um, 
uh, uh, smoothie oxycodone or oxycodone whatever codeine <laughs> she's just fucked up there's already drugs <laughs> but um, unfortunately her drugs have been spiked ah outcast yeah and <laughs> yeah she's now a, a mess she drives around a bit then falls asleep and comes to a perfect stop off the road <laughs> yeah apparently I which don't know. is good we can't afford can't to afford film anything crash. exactly yeah we can't afford a car crash, guys. So she gets home, and oh shit, Lindsay Nohan has organised her baby shower. Gina Gershon's baby shower, which feels like a slap in the face. With all of her yeah. friends. <laughs> the sea yeah. of peroxide blonde. <laughs> this absolute ocean of blondness. Did you notice all of these women looked identical? <laughs> My never-before-mentioned friends, how dare you embarrass me in front of them? Oh, oh God. She's drugged me. You tell him what you did right now, and you will not spend the rest of your life in jail. Tell him right Stop. now. Stop. She's Cora's biological mother, and Gabriel's too. What the hell are you talking Katie about? Katie is our donor. Okay, she's our donor. Stop? She's, okay, she's, she's trying to edge me. You're an addict. You're an addict. Look it. <laughs> I've got pictures of them all over the house that aren't full of pictures of Jonathan whatever. <laughs> I kind of wanted just a side to this movie to be like a, a deleted scene from Bridesmaids where Kristen Wiig just turns up to this party <laughs> and then all this happens and then she just leaves again. It's like, well, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> the two ladies from fucking um, She's the Boss are upstairs getting high. Yeah. It's all kinds of crazy going on in this house. <laughs> but none of that happens. Instead, there's a knife fight. There, there, there really is. And <laughs> Katie calls a bluff, stab, stabs herself with Gina Gershon's knife. Jesus. Where a baby's sleeping. In the stomachs. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, I was trying to do a Fight Club reference. Jack's bit of something of rage. <laughs> Starts throwing himself, throwing herself on the table in the fridge because she, you know, beating herself up and getting and pretending it's Gina Gershon. Right. And Nick Cage is just all in Katie's corner at this at this point. Yeah. <laughs> she did a nice, she did a nice baby shower when it was her. It's not even in your your body would have been a massive insult, but I respect that. Um, <laughs> well, where, and then just to go back a little bit, I'm so sorry, but when. So Gina Gershon walks into the house, you know, she's all fucked up on drugs and she's freaked out. Yeah. And she walks into the baby shower, has a full meltdown, screams all these crazy accusations. Well, not so crazy, it turns well, out. Yeah, but yeah. Seemingly crazy accusations at Katie, stomps off into the kitchen. And then Nick Cage goes to follow her. And then, because he's witnessed this whole thing. And then Katie goes, don't worry, I'll handle it. And he just kind of goes, okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess he just goes to watch TV or something at this point. I gotta go murder a senator. He goes and has a drink. Yeah, <laughs> they got they got my uncle. I gotta go murder a senator. I've gotta go readjust my head, my wig, because it's. <laughs> I think I think the old one's calling again. I'm shooting. <laughs> he, no, he's, I'm he's... shooting three other movies right now. <laughs> yeah. So then, what happens now? They they go to hospital. Yeah. And having um, both been stabbed. Jonathan Baker, fucking hero, comes out. Yeah. He's got the DNA tests, and the camera <laughs> ha- gives us a nice. Like framed shot Fuck. of half of the DNA test. Yeah. Nick Cage is 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 distraught at the findings, and the baby doctor comes out and shakes his head, and uh, <laughs> that really ends up meaning nothing yeah. because <laughs> oh, she's fine. What that implies to me is um, something is wrong with the baby. Yeah. And then Nick Cage goes in, and um, well, I, I assume the mother didn't says, make it. Oh, I assume Gina Gershon but- died. Yeah, I just no. See, it was, it was it was the baby's doctor. Oh, so, um, see, you were more upset. Not Gina than me. Gershon's doctor. Oh, see, I I was, yeah. I was the same as Paul. I was like, oh wow, they killed Gina Gershon. That was a choice, like <laughs> <laughs> because there's like a reveal yeah. of her later on when she's at yeah. the door. So Nick Cage comes in and says, oh no, Gina Gershon died, oh. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's just us now. And we have a really really great scene of of Katie sort of just grabbing for Nick Cage and trying to pull him closer, yeah. and kissing him and um, and going, we're going to be together. It's going to be great. Whilst he does his face. Whilst that's happening, 
It's wonderful yeah. place. Okay, I, here's a question. Again, I don't know much about this. This is not how my life has turned out. How long does a C-section take? <laughs> 45 minutes. A couple of minutes. I just uh, In and out. I, I, I just imagined, like, the in-between moments. So I guess that's when he <laughs> hatched his plan for the big reveal with Gina Gershon. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, this is when I'm going to... Well, no, he hatched it before he came in because he, t- he told him that Gina Gershon died. True, so he true. Was, well, he was, he was just fully... He was just planting seeds. He was planting seeds at that stage. I've got a couple of other yeah. things I might do. I was thinking yeah. of something like uh, the finale to Sherlock, where I jump off the roof. I got all sorts going on. But um, actually, I think locking myself in the baby room of the um, hospital and having Gina Gershon dramatically be revealed from another entrance to the baby room is the best. I think way they to needed go. to. Yeah, probably a lot of this time was like staging. Like who's entering <laughs> what? And, you know, what door? You know. And once again, the doctors and nurses are all just thoroughly up for this. They fucking yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the highlight of their day. Yeah. <laughs> got nothing oh. else going on. We'll fool this crazy Lindsay Nohan check for you. Maybe Gina Gershon called in a favour with that one black nurse who she hugs mm. who ne- never has any other <laughs> anything else to do with yeah, this film. They were best friends. <laughs> they were. Yeah, she, she was, was the. I feel, too. I feel there's a lot of deleted scenes of her in this film. <laughs> <laughs> she had a whole arc, but we don't get any of that. Yeah, the directors cut everyone. Yeah. Coming out never. <laughs> And then there, there was there was one shot which um, I felt bad for the character and for what it was, but um, the way the way it was shot, and I don't know if you know <laughs> what's coming, but the, the the cut I think it's a close up of Nick Cage and Gina Gershon holding the kid, yeah. and then it cuts to Katie from behind you know, on the other side of the window, mm-hmm. the soundproof window, just screaming and kind of falling down the window as she does it in slow motion, right. And it's very sad for what she's sad over and the fact that she's a very yeah. sick person. Yeah, it's pretty gross. But it's a fucking comedy shot. <laughs> John. It, is, it is one of the funniest fucking cut twos <laughs> I've ever seen. Uh, Jesus Christ. Did, at this point, does the nurse put her in a straitjacket? Or was that just my imagination? <laughs> no, I think... <laughs> Your wish. We cut. We do cut to her in a straitjacket in an insane asylum. A very roomy isolation pad. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's looks like it had an ensuite. But no, <laughs> even before that even before that shot came, I thought that she was in a straitjacket. I was like, did the nurse just like gent- just gingerly put her in it? It's like, your plan has failed. This she had it the just- whole time. <laughs> yeah. I think she was gingerly patting her while she screamed. Oh, okay. Wordlessly. <laughs> I was probably just projecting yeah. what I wanted to see. <laughs> what you felt through her performance. Yeah. <laughs> the nurses were very, very good in these in these couple of scenes of pretending that none of this was happening. Would you like to amazing. would you like to watch Soul Man again? Fuck me, Amazon Prime. <laughs> How did you guess? You're ruined. <laughs> I mean that's that's basically the end. Yeah. The the, the final scene is they've now got three kids. Yeah. Who aren't gonna be fuck fucked up at all from this yeah. trauma. legal what says? Yeah, they're um, it's it's fine. They, you you don't need to get the police or the law involved in this kind of thing. You yeah. find a kid yeah. from an insane person, and it's yours now. Yeah, yeah. and um, they're finally happy. <laughs> they're happy. And she gets a lovely necklace, and that's the and, that's the end. And then and then just at, at the end of the credits, um, a, a real a real good informative post credit sequence. Shit, where... I didn't see this. I'm sorry, oh, you no, told me, me to watch. No, no, so so what happens is it's a purple screen, um, fades in. And then there was Jonathan Baker show up. <laughs> and that's it. And it just hang, hangs on screen for about 10 seconds and then fades again. And then that's the end. Not not Jonathan Baker Productions, not JB Productions. Jonathan Baker. <laughs> After, in the credits, we have directed by uh, Jonathan Baker, produced by John, Jonathan Baker. A Jonathan Baker film. <laughs> Inconceivable. Just one more. It's like the... Um, Fuck yeah. Is it, like the, is it the Dolby thing? The... Yeah, <laughs> uh, at the beginning of a, of, a, of a movie, it's like that. Just does he roar like the MGM lion? Does he just like pop up? 
Jonathan Baker from the Baker Entertainment Group. <laughs> oh, fuck. What an enigma. He's, he's like Neil Breen, but less. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm majorly excited for fate. Cat- fuck it, fate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I hope he gets fate, fate made. Um, another little credit. <laughs> Just before the Jonathan uh, Frakes, whatever the fuck, Jonathan Baker thing, Jonathan Frakes, <laughs> Jonathan Frakes from the Star Treks. Um, it's just there's a tagline that says "Thank you, Warren Beatty," from Jonathan Baker. Why, really? Yeah, it says that from Jonathan him specifically, not the production, not the crew. I want to personally thank Warren Beatty for some fucking reason for the life <laughs> he led. Okay, was this film made before or after the La La Land fiasco? Oh, I don't know. What's the bearing? Have I missed a connection? Well, because he presented with Faye Dunaway. Oh, he... Right. Okay. Jesus so Christ. Like, so maybe... It, was Faye Dunaway, like, so upset after that instance? She's like, fuck, I'll, I'll sign up for anything. <laughs> <laughs> 2017. I need people to know I can read. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will be holding a newspaper at every shot. <laughs> I, I was just bringing up um, his IMDb, Jonathan Baker's, because mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you've seen this, but he's got a, a quite... Um, quite a bio. Okay. It's it's just, oh. it's just a it's just a sentence long. Um, <laughs> and I just want to share this with you along with one bit of trivia that I think I got from an article or Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Baker has always been enthralled by smart storytelling and larger than life figures, taking inspiration from greats like Ernest Hemingway to guide his own sensibilities as a writer, producer, director, and adventurer. <laughs> <laughs> And, Fantastic! Um, He's the new Werner Herzog, and apparently he has a, he has a tombstone in like a Hollywood a Hollywood cemetery with his name on it, saying "Watch this space." So. He's a fucking character, uh, Jonathan <laughs> Baker. Um, I, I get the feeling he's engineered it somewhat. Mm-hmm. Also, can I read out some of his acting credits? Please. He was in Shark, the TV series, where he played Jonathan Baker, uncredited. He was in The House Bunny, where he played Jonathan Baker, uncredited. <laughs> And he was in yeah. Entourage, two episodes where he played Jonathan Baker, brackets uncredited. Yeah. So he was uncredited yes. in all three of these. But have no doubts, he was playing himself in all three. Himself. What a fucking you know what I'd, man. Mm. You know what I'd really, really legitimately enjoy? Mm. Like, do you remember, you don't really see them that much these days, but there was a brief Vogue about ten years ago for compilation movies like uh, Paris Your Tame and New York I Love You oh, yeah. where you'd get like little vignettes mm. you get a bunch of like really acclaimed directors and they'd each film like a 10 minute vignette on a similar theme like based on mm. in a city or whatever and you yeah. would get people like put, um, I'm trying to think who, would, who, who did them like Paul Thomas Anderson and you know real auteurs Coens. the Coens yeah. oh, real auteur directors Wes Craven yes yeah. I would love <laughs> a version of that they genuinely did he did I know yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would love one of those the vampire bit. but it's like John- Jonathan Baker, Ua Ball, Tommy Wiseau, like just all the, all the great <laughs> schlockmeisters doing Fuck like yeah. some kind of yeah. They all get ten minutes, but it's all oh, on a theme. That would be beautiful. I would have yeah. done that. James Wen, <laughs> and then Neil Neil Breen would be the one yeah. behind the, 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 the whole idea. Oh, but you know what though? These guys have got such big egos. I don't know if they would settle for sharing credit on a thing like. Oh that. no, they wouldn't. Not in a million no. years. <laughs> Every short film would be seventy-eight minutes yes. long. You'd have to trim it down to YouTube reels for each one. The arguments over the production company alone would just ruin it. it. (laughs) You have 20 minutes of production logos. They're just their names. J-B-J-G-N-B Productions. A Wiseau production of a Gwen picture. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. All right, what did we think of Inconceivable? I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed this movie. It was pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, it was it was very silly. Yeah. It, I've got to say, I had a real stamina loss around 45 minutes. Yeah. It, 
really hit hard, like a yeah punch to the gut after the what the rocks murder. Yeah, I guess I guess so. That, that happens. I, I think there. it maybe felt like it was getting moving at quite a clip, and then I realised there was an hour to go. Yes, and that was hard. it is too long. It's an hour and forty five minutes, which is a bit much. Mm. Yeah. But it is memorable. It's singular. It is. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's very special. I, singular. I was hoping, I think, at par- at times for it to either get a lot better or a bit worse. Just a bit worse. So that it yeah. could get just, you know, just take that full-on dive into crazy. I found the ending really disappointing. That was okay. what lost me. Because I felt like it, the whole movie set up Gina Gershon versus... Um, yeah. Not Lizzie Lohan. Uh, yeah. and, <laughs> and, it, and and then at the end, it effectively pulls Gina Gershon out of... It gives her no agency. Like She she just kind of gets stabbed and passes out and then... Yeah. It, it just I, then, I was really in, waiting for that cat fight. Yeah, because... And then at the end... Sorry, I know we'll get back to... At the end, then we've got Nicolas Cage just staring in like, with his face in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> as if he'd been the one struggling this entire yeah. movie. Fuck it's really me. his story, yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I think the thing is, if I remember correctly, the hand that rocks the cradle ends with like a protracted 10 minute long all out fight between the two ladies in which, you know, you got Ernie Hudson's dying all over the place. It's just crazy shit going on. <laughs> and that this needed something like that, because all you really get is that little knife fight mm. um, in the kitchen. It's nothing. It's, it's very little. Yeah, it's it's very one sided. It's not. It's hard to stage a big knife fight when one of the women is pregnant, unless you're well, going to go inside. Yeah, I think I think the the film wrote itself into a corner with that because yeah. I had the same thought. I was like, okay, I want to see the fight, but nobody wants to see a pregnant, a heavily pregnant woman get killed. You know, no, that, nobody, cut up. that's yeah. just upsetting. So yeah, I think they just never the really feel that way around that. Unless you're French, unless, she needed yeah. to have the baby, and then they show up in a church face-off style. Yeah, <laughs> doves fly out. <laughs> yeah, and the, the 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 problem is as well. You want when you're in that. In that story, when everyone starts turning on the main character and believing the psychopath, it, you know, it's, it's horrible. And you're thinking, no, how, how can this happen? Yeah. But in this, it, genuinely, how can this happen? Because <laughs> cause she, she was so overtly insane yeah. from day one <laughs> that there is no way anyone normal would have tr- Look, put any, given her any responsibility. We don't yeah. know how many of those identical blonde women she was sleeping with. Yeah. addition to the um, fucking oh god I'm so bad on wrestlers I should have written out a list beforehand the problem is this bit peaked with giant haystacks and it's it's, not, it's gone nowhere <laughs> with mad Frankie Fraser I, who was a boxer I think or gangster or something the guy that Tom Hardy based Bane on him, him yeah um, Bane Bane yeah. man Bane the man on top, on top of everything else it, it does feel like a daytime movie. It's got a just like a nauseating color palette. Oh, it's oh, so God, it's awful. Like it really reminded me as yeah. well. Do you remember that time when Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig made a fake, made a real Lifetime movie and just put it on Lifetime and no one talked about it? No, uh, a, de- a deadly adoption. No. Oh my God! Oh, wow. Did you not? Know? No. Okay, so yeah, they're just big fans. They're big fans of Lifetime movies. So Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig just made a Lifetime movie, but with them <laughs> in it. Right, and it, and, it, and they didn't say anything about it. It just aired one day on Lifetime, and no one talked about it. And it's called a Deadly Adoption. You can Google this, and it, got, it yeah. it's fantastic. It's really really good. Um, but it is, and it has the exact same plot as this, like literally the exact same plot as this. <laughs> the tagline is the birth of a plan gone wrong. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, I could, I could probably fuck with that. Yeah, but but we've got inconceivable instead. Yeah. So this is the kind of thing where um you know it, it would it's like one of those movies that would go out on Channel Five in the UK at like the mid yeah. late afternoon. Yeah. It's yeah it's very 
cheesy in that mm. way oh, and yeah. melodramatic. But I think if, if just the performances had gotten a bit crazier, like you've yeah. got all the elements yeah. here, all the elements are here, and you've got this wonderfully weird plot. If it had just been a bit more balmy, I could have really embraced this yeah. as a classic. But I think Jonathan Baker takes himself quite seriously. Mm. So he wasn't aiming for camp. Sometimes that's perfect too, though. But it's it's yeah. lightning in a bottle when it works. Maybe fate will prove to be the one. You know what I would have done, actually, to mm. make this better? I would, to, to complete the kind of, the holy diamond shape, I don't know, of like <laughs> B-movie actors or actors who appear yeah. in schlocky... I would have replaced not Lindsay Lohan. If we can't have Lindsay Lohan, I would yeah. have cast that role as Jennifer Tilly and made it kind of a low-key bound. That's quite union. good. Yeah. Because I, I feel like, like Jennifer Tilly would have really thrown herself into it. <laughs> like, really? At, le- at the very least, the vocal performance would have made it much... I mean, yeah. what, Lin- what not Lindsay Lohan has going for her? What's her name? Say Nikki Whelan? Nikki yes, Whelan. Nikki think, Whelan. Yeah. What she has going for her is a fantastic, crazy face. Like She's okay, really yes. good at that thousand-yard stare. It's terrifying. Crazy yeah. shit going on. And she's got a really intimidatingly like toned and, in- and intense body shape. Mm. Oh yeah, this movie loves her boobs. Oh, it <laughs> loves her boobs. Obsessed with her boobs. But for some reason, in the scene where she kills wrestling the concept, she's <laughs> like she looks really, really thin as well. Oh god, yeah, I noticed that too. The way she was holding herself in that one scene, she looked like unwell. Yeah, I don't know if it was her stance or maybe she'd been, you know, cutting quite severely, and you know, yeah, the boobs, yeah. the earlier boob scene, you know, was only halfway on the way to full-on crazy weight which is what she reached in that moment but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah she had quite a intimidating physique it's mm-hmm. the physique of someone who is going to staple you to a wall yes <laughs> like sarah connor strength <laughs> so i was also disappointed yeah. that when they made her nine months pregnant they just gave her like a tiny little you know stick on prosthetic belly like <laughs> i would have loved it if they'd gone like full january jones in season five of mad men with a sex stick on <laughs> Just fling yeah. it at her. <laughs> just, just, just stuff fucking John Ham up there. We'll be yeah. fine. Oh god. Do we have any? Other... You see his shoes, but it doesn't matter. Do we have any other thoughts before we quick fire? Unfortunately, just too much of it is basic. Mm. The, 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 the script is just, just nonsense, dumb. And yeah. You know, I, 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 I will say that. there are some, some really great lines in there that I will bring up in the, in the quick fire. Yeah. But um, the editing is a nightmare, oh, yes. and, and it, and it looks bad. So it's, it's, it's just one of those things that when there are down moments, unfortunately, it's too dull or too sort of defiantly bad to, <laughs> to get into. Yeah. And the, the crazy moments are too few and far be- between. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. It's, it's, all, it flies so close to being a genuine like camp classic, but it just yeah. doesn't quite get there. And there is not enough yeah. fade on away in this movie. I was no. disappointed on that regard. Me too. Yeah, yeah fade on away and Nicolas Cage are both absent for long stretches. It's largely a Gershon yeah. and yeah. Nohan joined. I assumed that fade on away would be killed. That was my Ooh. assumption. But I, I also, when I, when I reflected back on it after watching it, I was like, well, she would never agree to that. <laughs> she wouldn't also, no move that would really be stretching credulity that anyone could actually kill Faye Dunaway like, or, or would go into a fight with Faye Dunaway and come out worse. Like, no, that's not going to happen. Like, broken Time leg or no. She'll fucking crush your head like the mountain. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. All right. With that image in all of your heads, let's quick fire. Quick fire. Gina Gershon's wearing flared jeans at the beginning of this. <laughs> like it's a film from the 90s. Love it. And she's 16. <laughs> what is this? What is it? Who's Jonathan Baker's wardrobe? <laughs> Dressed everybody. Did it himself. Yeah. Well, you can have 
these jeans. Throws him in the face. <laughs> I wore these in Entourage. <laughs> I, wore, I wore these when I scored with Faye Dunaway. It definitely happened. You can't prove it. <laughs> She's here. You can't prove it. <laughs> I did notice, again, because, and this, it's always a sign of a bad movie when you f- spend a lot of time focusing on camera shots, but a weird amount of Faye Dunaway's lines were delivered off screen. Like, she mm. wasn't on screen when she was re- delivering them. <laughs> Which, again, just really made me think she was on set for all of 20 minutes. <laughs> and then... Yeah, and then they got an impressionist yeah. <laughs> to say the bits that she refused to say again. Oh, God. I like the idea that she was delivering all of her lines over everyone else's lines. <laughs> so they had to... Yeah. Yeah. They just had to cut. They just had to yeah. write her in. She wasn't due to be in this movie. She <laughs> just kept showing up and talking over everyone. All right. <laughs> she seems to know the script. I don't know what's going on. Um, okay, a line that I quite liked in a sincere way is um, when Gina Gershon finds out that... Um, Lindsay Nohan is a single parent. I'm single. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not, I mean, I'm not sorry that... You know what I mean. I'm just calm. It's fine. I know I'm the minority. Well, you won't be by kindergarten. Which I liked. I like the idea that, don't worry, by the time these kids get to kindergarten, there'll be plenty of divorced parents who have not managed to stick this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When they're having that conversation and um, they're talking about their pasts and so on. Oh, I think it's another conversation, actually. It's, they do that twice. Oh, God. Oh, this movie's much better than I thought. <laughs> um, Kate, Katie, Nikki Whelan, Katie has the amazing line. My father left before I was born and um, my mom was addicted to drugs, so... Yeah. <laughs> There's just something, something about addicted to drugs. Yeah, I, that struck me too. Is... It suggests that Chloe King doesn't has never done a drug, <laughs> and, um, and 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 it's not even to say that Paul, you're a sober man. Hello. Um, not in temperament, <laughs> but um, in in sort of fuck all your body terms. Yeah. You would not, you would not say in a script or in anything. Yeah. He, <laughs> such and such was addicted to drugs because that's like uh, the kind of person that would get fooled into doing a brass eye special. I love the idea that even I would. I mean, usually when people do start taking drugs, they do receive a sort of lexicography in order to learn all the important phrases and sayings to make it sound authentic that you've taken drugs. Yeah, this, this is it. But also, there's just there's just something very... Like, I'm picturing Chloe King to, to, uh, as being also a writer on The Wonder Years. Uh, <laughs> you can't prove like, she's Like, not. whoever wrote Soul Man last She's last not. Week. I read all of her credits. And The Wonder <laughs> Years was not Damn. one of them. But, yeah. but that's, what it's, that's what it strikes me as. Like, m- mid- middle-aged, middle-class white woman who does not... Who, who thinks like video games is just Pac-Man yeah. and all young kids are addicted to those drugs. I did a drug. Well, I wrote, They're always yeah. on their phones doing drugs. <laughs> I wrote that line down as well, Paul. It really tickled me because Faye, beforehand, Faye Dunaway, all she asks is, so where do your parents live? <laughs> and then she, so this woman she's never met before at this polite family barbecue, she kind of goes, well, I was adopted. I was a foster child because my mum left, my dad left when I was born and my, <laughs> my mum was addicted to drugs. Like, far too much information. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, a simple God. like, oh, I'm adopted, right. or I was a foster kid, would have done, but she gives her the whole yeah. Jerry Springer backstory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. And then you'll trust her after that. Yeah. <laughs> she's actually great. Hey, she's honest. I like that. Okay, so while we're on the subject of favourite lines, my favourite line that I wrote down was uh, the way they really toss away Giant Haystack's death when uh, oh, yeah. she just goes... She was really amazing to me when Linda got killed in that boating accident. Yeah. Just, just yeah. The, the, something about Gina Gershon's delivery of that line and the fact I that know. it's just so it out of like, nowhere. As like. if it happened years ago. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was like just such a an incident, an incidental moment in their lives. Yeah. That was amazing. I love that. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to stick with genuine like human moments that got to me. And one of them was when Nicolas Cage meets Maddie for the first time. Mm-hmm. 
And um, he just says, you must be Maddie. And she replies, um, it's nice to meet you! <laughs> in that little, in that awful little kid way that, you know, kids talk. And he's just like, well, it's yeah. nice to meet you too. And I was like, aww. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Nicolas Cage must be fun. It's like Keanu Reeves. Must be great around kids, I think. You really think so? I think so. I think kids would fucking love to be around Nicolas Cage. Well, I mean, I guess in comparison to Faye Dunaway. <laughs> who probably did beat Maddie to within an inch of her life because she looked at the, the wrong way in a dressing room one day. You know? Oh, hey, what? Angina Gershon. Yes. Just smacked her about. What do you got there? Some wire hangers? Well, all right. <laughs> I used to play with these when I was a kid. <laughs> there, there, is, there is a shot of um, Stone Cold Rock Kainson <laughs> running down the beach. Mm. She's, she's doing a jog. She's a very fitness con- conscious lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but she's not wearing a sports bra. She's, oh, she's yeah. She's wearing a, a very, a very roomy, like, <laughs> bikini top. Yeah. She's doing a lovely jog. And all I could do was wince at how much that must hurt. Yeah. Because <laughs> she was fairly well endowed as well. Yes. And they were just, they were just knocking around. They were knocking around. I, f- I feel like that was a directorial note that she would not be wearing a sports bra. <laughs> Unfortunately, I feel like I might be part of the yeah. Jonathan, what's his name, brand. Jonathan Baker's, Jonathan Baker's bikini yeah. top. I think it lends itself wife. to the idea that, in fact, she actually jogged for three seconds into shot. Well, yes, that's it. <laughs> it's not very method. Neil Breen would have made them yeah. run an actual marathon. I did, yeah, at a certain point in this movie, I did wonder if Gina Gershon, might, as a character, might be narcoleptic in this movie. Because she does seem to fall asleep <laughs> yeah. a lot. Because <laughs> like, the, the bit that really took... Well, I, was, I was genuinely quite fascinated by that. The early sleep, the accidental sleepover with the, two, with the three women, you know, just have a play date and then they just all fall asleep on the sofa. But then yeah. later on as well, when Gina Gershon is Googling um, foster kids who keep their... who steal their babies or something. Like, she's doing all the <laughs> search terms around things a that might be A fade away story. Yeah, the fade on away story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she just f- passes out, and she's just passed out on the chair, and then Nick Cage finds her like that, and like, why aren't you in bed? Like, <laughs> oh fuck, is this Inception? Yeah. <laughs> if I only. What were they incepting? What was the idea at the core of this? A good movie. <laughs> <laughs> that that Katie was to be trusted. <laughs> oh Christ! All right, I'm gonna go. I again, <laughs> lots of. Oh bye. Oh, we're gonna go. <laughs> Um, I think it's a good twist regarding the opening sequence. It got me. I was like, oh, yeah. that's good. That's a clever idea there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now yeah. that you've explained it to me, I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure if I'd have had the intelligence, the mental capacity for emotion or anything <laughs> during this movie. I looked up from... I'd have also felt that. I looked up from my belly button and, and hey-ho, <laughs> I caught one of the more important scenes of the film. <laughs> How's that belly button going? It's, pretty, it's getting there. Yeah? Yeah, give it another week. You're doing the, you're doing the exercises. <laughs> i got the tool in now, so give it another week. It'll be up and running. Oh, brilliant. Well, I can't wait, and I'm sure the <laughs> listeners at home can't either. Is that what Patreon is for you guys? Yeah. Just, just pause belly Update. button shots. Is it? <laughs> only fans dedicated to pause belly button. <laughs> it does surprisingly, surprisingly well. Surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Yeah. You really would. You really, really would. And... There's when Nick Cage sees Katie naked, mm-hmm. he does an amazing. Oh no! Oh, that's not right. Oh, I probably shouldn't. Yeah. However. However. <laughs> check that out. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe that. Didn't, oh, I might as well have a bit of a look. I can't believe that didn't end up going somewhere. I mean, obviously she was trying to yeah. seduce Nicolas Cage, but just the fact that that was so low key for the rest of the film after that, I really thought this was the direction we were going. 
Especially I thought, from, yeah. yeah, she's either going to fuck Nick Cage or Gina Gershon. And the fact that she didn't fuck <laughs> either of them was very disappointing. Yeah. yeah. She fucked Faye Dunaway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's>, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Director's Jesus. cut. Director's cut. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I mean, there's, there's the bit with the, the Valium or whatever it is as well. I thought she was going to get in a crash and, or just get yeah. tested immediately because she'd have set it up. But again, it. She has she has enough freedom to come in and, and scream and have the knife thing, yeah. which is a, an easier way out, weirdly. <laughs> um, if you're ever stuck in a bind, this is in um, fucking t- Truth of the Story or whatever that book is called. Just just get them in a knife fight and we'll move you on to the next. <laughs> Don't have a car crash. <laughs> we'll move you on to the next scene, no matter what. And that's <laughs> how I wrote Downton Abbey. All right. Uh... <laughs> the only thing that I've still got written down that I've, we haven't really discussed at length mm. is I just wrote down Nicolas Cage's hairline. Um, which I feel like in this one we caught him in between procedures, maybe. Yeah, I feel like he didn't really. He, he it was a, it was a very weird position this one. He he definitely hadn't <laughs> topped it up in a while. I feel like he was just due for a top up at the time he was filming this. <laughs> whatever it is he does to that thing, yeah, whatever it is he's doing, it was yeah. It, it, was, little, it was time. It was the end of the cycle. Yeah, it was time to do it again. <laughs> it, wasn't, it regenerates. It was, it, it was like ever a, so high, but ever so like long, a, which is always confusing to me. <laughs> like a mighty phoenix, it gets yeah, it, it just destroys itself and is reborn. Yeah. Oh Christ. <laughs> Um, yeah, the fact that Gina Gershon finds that all of the pictures on the fridge have been subtly rearranged to block her out, oh. uh, that was quite a creepy yeah. detail, but also hilarious that she went to the effort of doing that. Yeah, that's, that's a level of petty that I just aspire to. <laughs> My fridge not now. Just, not cut them out, not like full psycho cut yeah. them just, just like make sure they overlap just a little bit, you know? Yeah, just get that, yeah. get that little tamper, um, yeah. key, uh, fucking fridge magnet over, over the, her face. In the play date, they're having a, they're talking about something, but there is a really natural moment in there. I, I, I don't, I can't remember the setup, but Gina Gershon says, "Get them while they're young," and then they laugh, and oh, yeah. it, it all, it all felt really natural from her, and um, yeah. that was, that was huge, hmm. huge, huge. Well, well, I was going to say actually, I mean, I don't, is, is, do you do good things as a separate part, like saving graces, or is that what we're doing right now? Oh, that's what we're doing. Oh, great. Sorry. Um, I, I would have said, actually, that I would feel like Gina Gershon, for me, is an actress who always rises to the, the level of the yeah. material in a way that I really genuinely appreciate. Oh, God, yeah. So, Me's obviously, in, show, in Showgirls, she's the only one who knows exactly what movie she's in. Which is That's what true. Ma- what I makes her that. The, yeah. And she's fabulous in Bound. And, I mean, this material gives her nothing. It doesn't give yeah. her enough to make the, like, the bones of a genuinely yeah. great performance. But of everyone who's in it, like... Nick Cage is fully checked out. Fade on yep. is fully on a paycheck role. I guess <laughs> not Lindsay Lohan's trying her best, but I feel like Gina Gershon invests this with as much rea- reality as was humanly possible given the yeah. dialogue. So I, I, I came out yeah. with as much respect for Gina Gershon as I've always carried, which is actually quite a loss. So. Excellent. Yeah. That's a really lovely note. I would love to see her on more, in more. She's someone I really enjoy and who is not in enough stuff, genuinely. Yeah, I'd, so. I'd agree, yeah. I think so. I mean, mm. I've more recent like excellent roles in like Killer Joe, which was really disturbing, mm. um, and of course back in the days, oh, stuff like Face Off, really great. Mm. But yeah. she regularly acts, but very rarely Sasha. in stuff I want to watch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the face of many an actress of her age, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. She's mm. just in a thing, Cage Fighter, Worlds Collide. Is Nick Cage in that movie? <laughs> he is not in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
great missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say that the uh, stomach stab was pretty shocking. I wasn't mm. expecting us to be sort of at this stage of the movie yet. Mm. I thought, okay, she's going to go and sort of gloat or something. But when, you know, she actually grabs um, Gina Gershon's hand and forces her to shove the blade into her own stomach, Lindsay Nohan does, that was pretty shocking. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I took a genuine intake of breath at that moment. Yeah, yeah. quite a moment. Uh, I thought Gina Gershon and Jackie reuniting was nice. Yeah. Even though I've never met Jackie before or will see her ever again. <laughs> Um, the way she just comes up and she's like, hey, Jackie. <laughs> um, it's just, yeah, a nice friendly thing. Um, I thought Katie knocking Linda out and drowning it was a real shock. Yeah. She just gets thunked with a dumbbell and it's like a tongue noise. I knew something was coming. I knew that, you know, she was yeah. not long for this world because she was just like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, and she's also confessing yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. shit that yeah. isn't going to go any further. But yeah, I wasn't sure how. So well, by her second scene, uh, the uh, the wrestler girl, by the second scene of her in the movie, I was like, okay, you're either going to be the villain or you're going to be dead by the first act. First act. <laughs> it's one or the other for you. <laughs> Damn it. I feel like one good thing has taught um, me not to expect anything from the movies I'm watching. I'm yeah. just happy if they remember she exists by the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Well done to them. Well done. Just a couple of notes on insanity, I guess. Um, yeah, I was genuinely... Um, unsettled by Katie mm. the entirety of the movie um, <laughs> because even, even though what she does is is extreme and um, you know movie psychopath the, the the roots are also in any sort of repressed neurotic person that you meet and those people give yeah I've, 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 I'm as someone who's on edge generally <laughs> anyway it takes so little it really does you're watching Baby um, Stay Out it's just a nightmare Jesus, don't because you you expect the worst with babies down. <laughs> it delivers. But, but props to making props to Gina Gershon for really coming across as as unscrewed in in the baby shower. Yeah. Even though, again, you she's justified in all of this. The fact that she's doing this and then they end up having her and Nick Cage end up having this argument in front of like thirty of them. Yeah. Thirty of her. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Before Nick Cage goes out, out, get out. Part is over. Yeah, is <laughs> it's, it's it's wonderful social anxiety stuff. And then when Kate is trying to get Nick Cage to stay, the nurses in the background keep giving giving each other the fucking hell eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is very good. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking hell. All right. Yeah. So yeah, not a lot of good crazy stuff there. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, John, any any final words on Inconceivable? No, just once again, thank you for bringing it into my life because I, I <laughs> this, this is so my kind of movie, and I was yeah. so ple- I hadn't actually seen it, so I was very pleased to. It was a, well, it went down very very easily for me. Look, we've got a long way mm-hmm. to go to try and make up, uh, try and pay you back for Mommy Dearest, but well, exactly, we've made, yeah, I mean, we've made a start. A, yeah, it's <laughs> no that, but you know, it's next up, Fate. <laughs> Great, yeah, I'll come back for Fate. Fate or Poison Ivy Two, I'm up for either of these mm, things. Yeah. <laughs> Goodman, did we hear from the Wonga team that there is? Let's have let's have a quick look. Let's have a quick look at the Wonga team. Janelle <laughs> from from the sofa um, <laughs> from next door. Thanks, Janelle. Said Nick Cage sunning himself after his jog, a scene that should rightly have been Gina Gershon's. Oh, thank the gods, the man has now been liberated from his troubles. <laughs> a close second for laughs is Baker's entertainment logo after the credits. <laughs> what wank! <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It, that that. that Jonathan Baker at the end of the credits just says it all. I'm going to yeah. go back and specifically just watch that. It's pretty worth it. I, I did it whilst he was describing it, and it was it was a horror show. <laughs> 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 I 
real horror show. Real horror show. Uh, let me check Facebook. See if Nell's put anything on there. <laughs> <laughs> She's thorough. Uh, that's it. Thanks, Janelle. Thanks, Nell. All right, let's uh, talk about the one better thing. The one better thing. Well, I'm going to be really obvious, but I mean, the hand that rocks the cradle. Like, it's yeah. it's it's not a perfect movie. It's mm. very dated. It's there are some aspects of, around Ernie, Ernie Hudson's character which are yep. very problematic in this day. <laughs> he shouldn't I would have been then as well, to be fair. Um, <laughs> but it's it, it is genuinely you know probably at the peak of its genre in these kind of. I mean, that and Dangerous Liaisons, but it, plot wise, Hand That Rocks is much more aligned to this. They do have pretty much the exact same plot and. If you want to see a great, like, kind of iconic 90s villainess, then Rebecca De Mornay's performance is genuinely yeah. really compelling. And it's it's a re- and it's and got Julianne Moore in a brief role, getting death by greenhouse collapse, which That's is fantastic. Right. <laughs> that was amazing, that scene. So good, yeah. I, I oh, really like that movie. And, yeah. you know, I, I think, yeah, Hand That Rocks the Cradle is like... Because it wasn't like a film like um, Fatal Attraction that won loads of Oscars or was, you know, a big... But it, it really is the the peak of the genre, but that genre is yeah. movies you watch at 2 a.m. on Channel 4 in the 90s. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of fun. I, I really yeah. I remember really enjoying The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Yeah. Uh, you're right, there's some stuff that you do have to suspend disbelief or just kind of ignore as a result of aging, but I think the, the yeah. movie now is camp enough. Oh, 100%, yeah. Yeah, that it, it really carries it along. Fuck me, it was directed by the guy who did LA Confidential. Mm. Wow, okay. <laughs> it's a proper noir, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did 8 Mile. Strange man. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, look, my, my one minute thing was really inspired by one scene in this, which is the scene where... Um, uh, the wrestler, the wrestler known as Paige, she mm. goes to take a picture, formerly known as Paige. Um, she takes a picture of them, and our killer lady, Lindsay Nothan, doesn't want to be in the picture, and she keeps like covering her face and kind of not mm-hmm. getting in there because mm. you know she's wanted for murder, so she doesn't want this out there. And that really reminded me of a simple favor. Ah, filmed by Paul Feig a couple of years ago, probably you know one of the best things that uh, he's yeah. done. Um. Yeah, I really liked that film. It was a really good little thriller about. It was um, what was it? I saw it described as it was something like Mum Noir or something like Mom that. Mum Noir. I really liked. Um, for those, uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it, Anna Kendrick plays a blogger, a, a really good mum who sort of earns the ire of all of the other parents in her class um, for being very productive and over enthusiastic, and she teams up with um, Blake Lively, who plays a cool mum. Sort of drinking, mm. too cool for school kind of mum. Literally too school, cool for school. Um, as the two bond and they form a friendship, um, it soon becomes clear that Blake Lively is hiding something. Um, mm. And yeah, weird stuff starts to happen and it's all a bit interesting. You know what? Uh, You've, mm. This film has really put me in the mood for this genre. So yeah. the next time I get a free pick on Beyond the Box set, we're doing a simple favor. So <laughs> tune into that, people. Nice. That's Fuck happening yeah. very soon. Yeah. That's brilliant. Oh my god, I'm gonna have because it ends. It ends in such a way that it does imply a kind of it oh, fantastic. A okay, it, it's done. Honestly, that the ink is wet, is dry on the paper. We're doing it. Fuck, <laughs> fuck yeah! I can't wait for that. That's amazing because yeah, I I really love this film. And that's it. So Goodman, are any of yours left? Yeah, um, both of them oh, actually. So, oh, uh, actually, I think one of them you might have already recommended for just some other lesser film. <laughs> but um, uh, the first one was Inside, à l'intérieur. Yeah, it does ring a bell. Um, that horrible film. Which is, that horrible, wonderful yeah. film. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's an effective and nauseating horror movie about a lady invading the home of a pregnant woman in order to take the baby. By force, with scissors. Yes, yeah. It's just memorably disgusting. Yeah, it's bleak. It's part of that movement of French cinema. Um, I can't remember what that group of directors called themselves. It was the Splat Pack. Yeah. They called themselves. Oh, okay. Um, was that Switchblade Romance? That yeah, that guy was in there. Um, yeah. There were a few. Yeah, it was pretty pretty special. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really brutal, really bleak movie. Yeah. Um, but it does it very effectively, and it's it's very very scary. Mm. Um, and that that feeling of that feeling of being trapped is fuels the whole movie. The other one is the Invisible Man yeah. uh, from yeah. 2020. The mind games. The mm. yes, that you know the opening scene with the what we thought were the husband and then much much later (laughs) realized that it wasn't um for for that reasons yes but also again the um psychological aspects of this movie being hunted by somebody who's more capable and probably more uh, madder and crazier than you is um suffocating movie it's uh (laughs) it's grim it's not as grim as inside but it's probably the best film i've seen this year do you know how many films I've seen this year? Six. Six. <laughs> that was one of the last films I saw in a cinema this year as well, and yeah. I fell asleep, and I feel really yeah. guilty. I feel even worse now because oh, it's no. like, <laughs> it wasn't. End- it wasn't the film's fault. I was just really tired and a little sure. drunk. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. but I felt I used to do that quite off, quite regularly. To be honest, like fall asleep in the cinema, and you know now what? I feel like, I missed yeah. that. I feel like oh, I wasted all that time. You know what? Falling asleep in cinemas is underrated. It's, it's a quite really soothing. <laughs> it's lovely. I don't know what it is. I took one of the best naps of my life during that most recent Terminator movie. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. I was gone yeah. within the first 20 minutes, woke up for the credits, felt so refreshed. <laughs> nice one. Yeah. Oh, and that was the, and falling asleep during that was the one better thing. The one better thing. Okay, well, thank you so much, John, for coming and joining us. It's been, oh, always once a again, pleasure. Always a pleasure. amazing. Um, yeah, we're going to do this again soon. Definitely, and, and you will definitely come back on Beyond the Box set very soon as well. Fuck yeah. Yeah, we need to pitch. Let's pitch Jingle All the Way again, the third yeah, one. Yeah, let's just keep Complete doing. the trilogy. Have you, have you not been back since Jingle All the Way? I don't think we have. No. Oh, crap. Okay, so I'm, I owe you two now, so we, we definitely need to have you back very soon to make up for that. So. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Cannot wait. Yeah, um, yeah and uh, how can people find out about Beyond the Box set? Well, I'm glad you asked, Paul. Um, Beyond the Box Set is the podcast where me and my co-host Harry, every week we take a classic standalone movie that's never had a sequel before, and we, together we pitch ridiculous prequel, sequel, and spin-off ideas to bring them back to the big screen. Uh, we've been going for over three years now. Um, we've been focused in, we've been focused. We've been featured in all kinds of places. We've been in the Guardian. We've been on uh, iTunes front page as a bingeable podcast. Nice. It's been yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's been very good so far. So you can find us on all good podcasts podcasting platforms just search beyond the box set or go to beyond the box set.com where you can find all the relevant links fantastic cool. yeah. concisely put lovely thank you i was i think last time i was on yeah. you threw, you threw that at the <laughs> self probe and i completely like tanked so i really came prepared this week <laughs> now john we we did ask you on to have a good time with us but we're also going to make you promote your podcast oh no <laughs> sucker sucker <laughs> you sucked me into it you absolute sap what have i done um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're a real pro, man, yeah, and um, also a memory pro because, yeah, you reminded you just reminded me that we were also featured in the Guardian. I think in the same similar sort of capacity. Yeah, podcast yeah. of the um, week. That was not, in- yeah, it's not intended as a one-up. I apologise. Hey, no, <laughs> we're equal. Cool, cool. It's fine. Um, <laughs> my my memory really is 
a constant worry. So if you want to get in touch, <laughs> if you want to find uh, out about us, that, you can do that Twitter or Facebook at OGT Pod. You can send us an email at Gmail at OGTPod at Gmail dot com. We uh, we also have a Patreon coming out just this week. Was uh, Paul finding out which Game of Thrones character I am? <laughs> the results are very disappointing. <laughs> we'll also be releasing the D- a D- a DVD challenge with John from Beyond the Box Set. You might have heard of him. He's a real pro. Uh, other than that, that's it. Goodbye. Well, yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Been a pleasure. Thank you, Thank you. so much for joining us. Thanks. Yeah. What Fate Dunaway film are we going to do next time? <laughs> that is the question. Fate Dunaway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's in it? Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, he's got her number. Would you not be good dialing it? Yeah, exactly. And remember, the one good thing about inconceivable is the fact that some people in this cast know exactly where to pitch it. <laughs>